and me, Brian Murray, your gracious host. Yes. That's I'm, a lie. I'm kind of like a second host. I no, guess. I think... Co-host? No, I think, I think you're actually the host because you're, you, like, brought all this shit to my house. <laughs> That's true. I do have the, all the audio equi- equipment, so... But, like, you're at my house, so I'm, I'm hosting you, but you're hosting whatever, sh- whatever audience podcast. this is. Yeah. All 400... Thousand of you guys. All four hundred. All right. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, well, what is uh, Jerry? Can you give me a rundown as to to what exactly we're doing? Here I most certainly can't. Brian Murray, what co-host of Screenplay? Screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> is that how people are going to introduce us now? Oh yeah. Is um, gonna be... hey, this is Jared Robinson, host of Screenplay, and this is Brian Murray, co-host. Co-host. Less host. important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll say that. <laughs> yeah. All right. What is this? Um, so basically, um, we got a bunch of ideas, right? Me and you. We want to make movies. And we, we get... Well, there's two ways we can do this. We can get um, prompts that either you or I make, or um, we go to a random name generator. And we generate <laughs> a random name. Which is my um, favorite yeah, thing Yeah, that's ever. always really interesting. Uh, I think this episode is going to be ma- mainly prompts, because that's we have a lot of those yeah. right now. Uh, but we'll eventually go over to the random name generator. And we take the prompt or... Random name, as as either movie. like yeah we're gonna we're making we're gonna movies. make a movie out of this thing. um and usually like it, it can be like like the title of a movie well the title of the movie the hypothetical movie yeah or um sort of just like the central idea of the movie yeah we could change the title as long as we keep the key elements of what's in the name and I've got ten or eleven pretty. Good I gosh have, darn ideas. I have two, one of which is already in your prompts, and the other is oh, really? just in mine. Yeah, I didn't so, have any. So, uh, I think we should address sort of the elephant in the room, okay. which is that when this podcast is over, yeah. inevitably, if anybody listens to it, there's going to be one person. All 400,000. Yeah, all 400,000. Yeah. Uh, and one of those 400,000 will go, hey, isn't this like Cool Games, Inc.? Um, you know, you say that. I do say that, that's and right. It <laughs> might be true. No, it is 100% true. Okay, it's similar to, it's par- it's parallel with Cool Games, Inc. It's going to be fairly similar to yeah. Cool Games, Inc. Oh, but, yeah. we, but we're going to have fun. I think maybe a little bit less less silly. I mean, there's going to be some sillies. But oh, I think there's gonna be some a little bit less silly than Cool Games, Inc. Because we don't have that, that sort of we're gonna stay grounded, dimension definitely. of gameplay. We if, have if we're not movie. making jokes, we're going to hopefully be saying something intriguing about a movie. And maybe actually come up with some good movies in the yeah. process. Oh, yeah. So... How about we? How about we go right off the bat oh, here? Let's go. So there's one prompt that I. Uh, this is the only prompt, by the way, that both me and Brian, Brian and I both know. Yeah, this is. Uh, I told Jared this prompt, uh, <laughs> yesterday or or the day before, and because I, I thought of it and I could not stop laughing at it, and it's, it's not even it's that not clever. That, it's not, it's not really, <laughs> but I just want to talk about what kind of movie this would be, right. and the Shoot. title or the concept of this movie is. Jerry Seinfeld's C movie. <laughs> All right, let's just, let's just let's just start off like we'll break down the component parts of. First of all, is this a sequel? Right, because I, I it's think... a C movie, but like, you know, B movie. There is no sequel to B movie. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw B movie or its ending, uh, which I don't really remember too well. The ending of B movie, to the best of my memory, is that the world is going to die, and then it doesn't, hmm. uh, because bees. 
yeah. Yeah. So I think there are three distinct ways we can go with it. By the way, when I wrote down Jerry Seinfeld's C movie, I capitalized the F in Feld. So it's <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's <laughs> C movie. Um, um, so I think there are three distinct ways we can go with are this. Are there still bees in this movie? Because we've Look, taken out the key element. That's one of the distinct ways. So okay. first one, direct sequel to B movie. Right. We have... Fuck, what was the name of Jerry Seinfeld's character in B-Movie? I don't know, he's a bee? <laughs> he's a bee? I, he wasn't just Jerry the Bee, was he? I hope he was, man. I hope he was, too. But oh, I don't think it's very Direct sequel, though. where uh, Chester the Cheerios mascot, played by Jerry Seinfeld. Chester the Cheerios mascot. I don't actually know if that's his name. No, I... Think... I did... Do they have... Oh, yeah, the Chester... Chester Cheeto is his name. Oh, yeah, that's Chester what... Chester Cheeto. <laughs> anyway... So I Chester think the Cheerio. Stop mascot? it! Stop it! It's a B. Uh, so I think that you could have this be a direct sequel to B movie. Okay. And what it is is that instead of being the letter C, you know, because B movie, it's S E E S. No. Oh. <laughs> like watch Jerry this Seinfeld. movie. <laughs> C Jerry, movie. I was thinking of a prequel, but then it would just be called Jerry Seinfeld's A Movie, which oh. is really not. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So that'd be really. Good I think too, what I'm looking at is is. S-E-A movie. Uh, And after the events of B-movie, after the events of uh, B-movie, Jerry Seinfeld's character, who is an actual literal B, is sort of an ambassador between insects and humans. Oh my god. And things are kind of shaky. Because insects die all the time. Yeah. But there are trillions of them. Yeah. So, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's character is about to go to Azerbaijan uh, to meet with the insect counselor there. Okay. Um, and halfway through, his plane crashes in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Wait, sorry, this is Jerry? Yeah. We're talking about? Yeah, we're talking about Jerry. Like his, as a person, not as a bee? No, as a bee. He's oh, the bee, okay. the bee He's character. Bee. Okay. Uh, and his plane crashes in the, middle, in the middle of the ocean. And it's sort of like a gravity kind of movie, where Jerry Seinfeld, as a bee, it's a literal fish-out-of-water story, only with bees yeah. and... In water, yeah. um, uh, I don't know They're if you know. It. I don't know if you know this. It's it's literal, but in no way <laughs> the meaning of the word literal. Um, so Jerry Seinfeld has to, as the bee, has to survive until he can get rescued yeah. on the sort of floating wreckage of a plane. All right. Um, and as a bee, that's a pretty difficult thing. I'm sure. Um, can he just fly to? Oh, bees can't fly that long. Okay. Like, that's, that's actually one of the, the big ideas of the movie, is he's saying, like, I could try. I don't exactly know where I am. Yeah. I could be really close to land. Ooh, that's tough, yeah. But bees, especially, I think it's implied Jerry Seinfeld is Bumblebee. Uh, uh is it? <laughs> I don't know, because he's I not, like, so. a hornet. Yeah, don't hit the Oh. It's also implied that Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> is female in Bee Movie. Is it? Yeah, because only female bees have stingers, to my knowledge. Someone told me that once. I don't know how true it is. Yeah, I don't know how true that is either, and it also depends on the kind of bee. Also, I don't know how bees work. I don't know. Like, is there only one female and it's the queen? That's what I'm worried about. So, what do you think of that movie? Okay, so, I love the idea that after he, like, stops the world from dying, apparently, in Bee Movie... I like the idea that he's now found himself, and he's he's <laughs> he's got his he's dream come job. into his own skin as yeah. Mm-hmm. He's kind of in between because he fucked a human woman. Yeah, that's, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> they had a kid together. They, did they really? <laughs> Not in the movie, <laughs> oh. but in my movie they do. <laughs> All right, so like it's gonna be like start off with shots of like 
you know, establishing his life. He's mm. married to her now. It's sort of like a opening of Watchmen. Like we have a Bob Dylan song playing in the background. Yeah, yeah, and like, it, it you know, he's married to her now. They have a kid. God knows what that kid looks like. <laughs> Who knows? We never show the kid's face. Because, oh my God, <laughs> I never want to see it. It's like all the pictures oh are of God. like a human baby body. <laughs> and they just never show the head. Oh my God. Because you don't, you don't want to see that. Oh. Look at that. Um, <laughs> no, but... Yeah, so it's going to be like... Um, <laughs> yeah, so they're going to have a kid... And he's going to be, like, getting dressed in his business suit, and his wife's going to come over and be like, hello, honey, which is a pun, because he's a bee. Because he's... <laughs> and he he's going to go to work, which is, you know, this insect... What does he do again? Well, he's a bee. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but you said he has a job with insects. Oh, he, oh. well, in the original bee movie, I, I think the whole problem was, like, he was trying to find a job, right? And it was like, none of these jobs are for me. I want to go outside the hive. Anyway, he's an ambassador between humans and insects now because oh, it's oh, sort yeah, of yeah. it's sort of been revealed to the world that uh, apparently no one's ever cracked open a beehive and seen like the industrial revolution in there in, in, <laughs> yeah. in like all of human history according to B movie canon. Yeah. Um, so I think in in B movie two it's sort of revealed to the world that all insects are sentient. It takes place in the same universe as A Bug's Life, yeah. uh, as Finding Nemo, mm. as oh okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It takes place in, in all these universes, and it's sort of slowly dawning on humanity that insects are a thing that need, that are like an alternate civilization, right? Mm, sure. And so he, as someone who did fuck a human woman, that's a thing that happened in that movie. Yeah, that um, is. <laughs> uh, he is an ambassador between insects. I think I've only seen it in like, I've seen the whole movie, okay. but like sectioned off. Do you, you know? remember, um, the? it's early on, first act of B movie, okay. where he goes into a store with the woman... And there's, like, a bunch of jars of honey. And he's like, what is this? Do you remember what those jars of honey look like? Uh, no. Well, because they are Ray Liotta brand honey jars. Oh. Yeah. Uh, like, with a CGI Ray, Ray Liotta's face on them. And Ray Liotta, in case you don't I, don't know who Ray Liotta is, was the protagonist of Goodfellas. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so. Uh, I've seen Goodfellas, but I. He's kind of got a weird face. He does. Yeah. But I just wanted to let you know that that was a thing that happened in that yeah, movie well, that yeah, I yeah. never really thought about <laughs> until just now. That's really weird. Okay, we gotta bring that back somewhere. Yeah, so what I think it is is that uh, the plot of the movie is sort of as he's searching around, he he see, he finds, like, an ant farm. Sure. Uh, and he has to, like, collaborate with the ants. Yeah, yeah. Or he finds, like, a hornet's nest. What are nest. bees, like, enemy, like, in the insect world? Do they have I one? think it's other bees. Okay. Like, I think it's, like, like meaner bees, like wasps <laughs> or, like, Africanized sort of giant bees. Okay. And I think, you know, the plot of the first movie pretty clearly said that uh, that humans were... Uh, ooh, that's a thing. Halfway through the movie, uh, there's... Okay, so he wakes up, right? Okay. He's unconscious. He's in his little bee suit. He finds, like... He's in the plane. This is the plane crash. Yeah. Okay. He wakes up in the plane crash. Um, there's, like, an ant farm. Are there people left, his, by the way? That's, that's exactly what I'm getting to. There's okay. one guy left. Oh, God. Uh, and he's sort of, like, <laughs> hiding out in, like, this floating wreckage of the plane. Yeah. And all the other insects don't go near him. Uh, they're like, we. it's only really been an hour, and you've been out for like an hour, but don't go over there. Yeah. Uh, seriously, don't go over there. Oh my god. And then, like third act of the movie, we find out that the man has been venturing out and eating the insects. Uh, Ooh. And it's sort of like this really dark exploration oh of... Uh, sort of, I, I guess it would be race relations, really, is, is what it is, uh, between insects and humans. Oh, so that's man. that's one way to go. He's been going out, yeah, I like that, but 
But what do you think? I think there should be like a lead up, a good lead up to this crash, because I think we got the crash down. I think that's. I like, think so too. It has to be sort of like a, like an opening up, and like here's just normal life. Yeah. And then it crashes like also, a castaway. I want, I want Seth Rogen to voice this. In, what this this insect eater? I want to. I all, I, I completely understand. Just, I was yeah. thinking that or John C. Riley. Okay, that'd be interesting, but you're wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we could have like someone like Seth Rogen because like it, you gotta keep in mind. B movie still a comedy. Well, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a comedy. Yeah, no. I mean, like, <laughs> it's supposed to be one, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's okay, look, B movie B movie's actually not a bad movie. Like right. it's not actually that bad. I haven't like Everybody's I'm, everybody trashes it all the time because it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. But it's not actually that bad. I would need bad. to watch it again to so, determine that. Look, I think that's the best this idea is gonna get. Okay. You you told me that you had an idea for what this prompt could mean. Yeah, um, well, you said it want, you wanted it to be a sequel, and I was thinking, like, alternate universe. Yeah, I believe you mentioned that it's sort of, like, kind of a dark exploration of Jerry Seinfeld's life after B-movie. Yeah, And right? it's like, like and a being like, John Malkovich kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Very, like, like very meta, and, like, I mean, he's, he's on the verge of, like, something dark, you know? This B, I mean. Oh, wait, he's actually still a B? Oh, he's still a B. Oh, I thought this was, like... Exploring Jerry Seinfeld as an actor. Ooh, that after him agreeing to do B movie. Oh, okay, yeah, we could do that. So it's like C movie, and it's like it starts off Jerry Seinfeld waking up, seeing a poster of B movie, yeah. and being like, "What the fuck did yeah, I yeah. do?" Yeah, uh huh. And he's super sad, like drinking, mm. and um, and like he doesn't have anyone. He's alone. Uh, I don't know much about Jerry's life because I'm just basing it off of his show, and I don't think that's very accurate to what his actual life is. <laughs> Kramer walks through the door. It's like, what's going on, Jerry? Know, like, I'm, I'm some, super like, racist. Girl that like is in his bed, but like shit, her teeth are wrong, so he doesn't. <laughs> wanna, so he doesn't want to keep talking to her. You know, something ridiculous that Jerry Seinfeld would do. And then like, and then he's just like, I I mean. B movie. I'm so upset that I just made B movie. He makes a sequel or he makes a new movie about like fish or something, you know? And then it's like this endless cycle. And then that last scene, shot of the movie is the first shot of the movie, but with a different movie poster. Sorry, I was just imagining um, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld playing the dad from Finding Nemo. Um, I will give you $20 right now if you can tell me who voice acted. The, the dad, dad from Finding, Finding Nemo. Twenty dollars, <laughs> right it's, now. Um, Seth Rogen. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I wouldn't be surprised if he was in that movie though. <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, is. Would you like to move on to prompt two? Let's move on to prompt two. But hold on, who voice acted the dad of? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> would, you, would you like me to look it up? No, I don't. Okay, I just wanted twenty dollars. <laughs> so, so the second, the second yeah. prompt is one of my favorite things that I've ever said. Oh, um, no. And these these next two prompts are pretty similar in that they both involve a superhero. Oh right. And I, I know I don't like. Yeah, I okay. know you don't like superheroes. I don't. You're not well, a no, huge fan. No, it's not that I don't like superheroes. I just don't. I'm kind of sick of superhero movies. I think I am too because it's like Avengers two happened. Let's run down right. So yeah, Iron Man one. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. It was alright. Yeah. Right. I enjoyed Ab- it. Beautiful movie. Yeah. Um. I don't even know what came out. Basically, Thor happened, then Thor 2 happened, Avengers happened, you were like, hey, Avengers, that kind of worked. Did Thor 2 already happen? Thor, yeah, Thor the Dark World. We talked about this last oh, night, yeah, remember? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> And I asked you how weird it would be <laughs> if Thor the out. Dark World became, a, a, like, a timeless classic. Yeah, that would be really weird. <laughs> that would be real weird. Okay, so these new, next two prompts are pretty 
Pretty similar. Okay. And I want you to hear both of them before we talk about either of them, okay? Okay, yeah. So the first one, Batman and Robins. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Hold on. Okay. And the next one. <laughs> the next one. I already have an idea for Batman and Robins, but go on. <clears throat> Batman, five ever. Oh, wait. Hold on. Okay. So I know there's Batman forever. Yeah. Hold on. I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I. I love don't, Batman I don't, and Robins much more than five I, ever. Yeah, I don't like Batman five <laughs> ever either. But I thought of it and I needed to tell you. Okay. But so we have Batman and Robins. Okay. Come on. He's a dad, right? Batman. To these Robins. Where is the other Batman? What do you mean? No, this is the Batman. Yeah, but the movie is Batman and Robins. Oh, Batman? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. This changes everything. <coughs> okay, so then this is like a serious, like, like that one episode of Rick and Morty, right? Where like, It's like clones. Yeah, clones of them, and they're like, we're the best Batman and Robin. But like, I agree. If it was Batman and Robins, which was my original idea, yeah, um, Batman and Robins would really just kind of be like, that's just like Batman, right? You got Tim Drake, <laughs> you got uh, the other one, the other you got guy. the other one. <laughs> What's a Robin other than Tim Drake? Um, I was there any other one? I don't know. Yeah, there were three others. I think were there. I mean, I'm sure there were, but like, there was one that got but... like beat to death by the Joker. Okay. There was one like, was the Red Hood? Well, no, I, think I was the same thinking one. like actual birds, right? Um, Batman is fostering these birds in his house. Okay. And it's kind of like a really sweet rom-com where Batman's like a single dad. Batman fucks a bird. No, no, no. That Batman's a single dad housing all these ba- these Robins and he's like, my life's so tough. Like, I mean, Batman was always kind of a single dad. <laughs> was he? He's raising Robin. Is he? Yeah. Oh. What do you not? How do you not know this? I don't know. I thought Robin's... Robin's like his his like adopted child. I mean, kind of. No, not kind of. He adopts him. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, I should know more about Batman, but he doesn't go live with his parents. <laughs> his parents were killed. Batman's and Robin's. Oh my god. <laughs> well, either way, he has birds now. They were circus performers. <laughs> There's no more human Robins. Oh, that's upsetting. They're just birds. They're just Robins. So like the does birds. Batman or Batman go out and fight people with birds? No, he doesn't fight anymore. He's retired. Oh, so he's like old, ba- like broken back. No, he's Nightfall not old. Batman. He's just like something happened and he's like, I gotta stop this. You know, someone else, Spider-Man's out there now. Oh. That's not the same universe I know. Not but. even the same, <laughs> like, mm. It's mm. fine. Superman... I don't know. How about Batman Beyond? Just... Batman Beyond. Okay, another Batman. There's Batman another Beyond. Bat... There's another Batman. There's another Bat going on. There's Batman out in this universe. Okay, and... yeah. But this particular Batman, single dad, housing these Robins. And he finds this girl, really likes a girl, and he's having trouble with these Robins, and then some of them almost die, and then he freaks out. It's a beautiful rom-com. That's it. That's Batman and Robins. So you want to make a Batman movie? Where he never puts on the Batman costume. Oh yeah, no, you see it. It's like reference. Oh, like it's like said. it's like an owl man. What's the uh, night know. owl from night Watchmen? Owl. Yeah. Yes, but like you see that you see it in his closet, and he's just like, it's not me anymore. And then he goes and takes care of his robins. He goes and takes care of his birds. His robins, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that honestly, that sounds like a pretty good movie. Uh, both the clone movie of Batman and Robin. <laughs> um, 
Which, where Batman do you even begin with that? I don't... Batman I, and Robins. Batman and Robins. It's just like a bunch of bat... It's like they're tearing up the city because they're just fighting each other. Who's the bat, best Batman and who's the who's best Who's the best Robin? bat? And then, at, in the very end, they, they're like, you know what? We're all the best Batman and we're all the best Bat Robins. Can you imagine an Wait, army? did I just say Bat Robins? We're all the best Robins. We're all the best Batman. But, in the end, we can only have... Only one of us can have this city. I need you to imagine an army of Batman. Okay. <laughs> I need you to do that for have. me. Um, I'm ahead of the, this. Uh... So here's here's my idea for this okay. movie. I thought I wasn't going to have one, but okay. I do. Oh. So, Batman. Okay. It's sort of like the Iron Man kind of problem. Okay. Where the United States government oh my God. <laughs> has sort of taken Batman under their wing. Okay. And Batman, for whatever reason... Uh, let's say Joker killed Robin. Let's okay. go with that. Let's go with that sort of Joker idea. Robin, yeah, sure. uh, it's sort of. It, I think it was Tim Drake where he uh, Joker beats him to death with a crowbar. Yeah. Um, and Batman is sort of realizing it's like a No Country for Old Men kind of thing. He's yeah. realizing that he alone can't protect Gotham anymore, oh even God. though he probably should. And it's yeah. sort of like this movie about Batman betraying all of the things that makes Batman Batman because he's old. Kind now. of like a Dark Knight. Yeah, he's he's. He's old and he's sort of like, maybe this is the best way to do it. Even though to the audience, we're like, it probably is. Yeah. And so Batman begins to work with the United States government to create the Batman Initiative. The Batman Initiative. Uh, The Batman. Yeah, well, this is where it comes in, right? Um, And (laughs) Batman becomes sort of like a position in the military where, uh, and Gotham becomes... Uh, it's like placed under martial law because crime is so bad there. Oh man! Uh, and organized crime is so prevalent there. Um, and Batman begins to sort of train like a uh, al Ghul, uh, these really promising martial arts students. Oh man! I and he creates, with the help of the United States government and under the care of the United States government, um, an army of Batman. Batman. Uh, who are patrolling Gotham. And they all sort of have this sort of, like, homogenized, like, kind of Batman-looking suit. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, they can do the glide thing. But it doesn't quite look like the Batman we know. It's like a thinner... Right. Like, so, like, it's like not like... armor suit. If you saw... And it's, like, it's pretty clear that there's more than one, yeah. right? Like, it's not an elite commando unit mm-hmm. where, like, they strike under cover of night and, like, pull away. And, like, They're all, like soldiers. And all the crime syndicates are like... The Batman, he's everywhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like they know that there's more than one. Yeah. And they know that it's this, basically, like a battalion of Batman. Batman. Or at least like a squadron. Where are the Robins, Batman. though? Hold on. Okay. Uh, when, well, here's the thing, is, is when Batman trains these martial arts students, there are ranks, and the first one is Robin. Oh, or the okay. first The first time you get to go out in the field, you are a Robin. And oh, okay. And you are trained by another Batman. And then you become your own Batman. So really, Robin and Batman, they're just like, they're just ranks. That, yeah, that they're Batman just ranks. himself has created. Yeah, and, and Batman becomes this sort of like aging general figure who is looking over from the top of like Wayne Tower yeah. with like a glass of whiskey. And like, <laughs> he's like in a wheelchair like now. Like a cigar. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. he's sort of overviewing this, uh, like he has a map of like all the position of the Batman. And he's sort of saying, you know, you go here, you go here, there's crime there, there's crime there. They all have, like, police scanners. They all have, like, night vision goggles and, like... But where's the conflict here, you know? Hold on. Okay. Halfway through the movie, um, things start to go weird. Okay. Um, Hold on. Is half of this movie just establishing this, this, um... Kind of, yeah. Um, 
or we could we start in the middle, you know, like it, yeah. it doesn't necessarily yeah. matter. Um, but things start to go weird, and um, <laughs> maybe we could go silly. Okay. Oh, let's do this. Um, uh, give me a second. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so we need conflict in this army of 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 Batman, right? Like, they're they're fighting all this like crime in Gotham, and it's either going to go down or it's just going to stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. And either way, they're going to get. They're going to grow a little restless. Well, the thing is, it, yeah, exactly, is, is the people of the city, who are effectively operating under martial law, yeah. uh, are not a huge fan of this military presence in their city. Yeah. Um, now, the actual United States military is not there, but it's very clear that, like, the Batman military establishment, like, that is that, that link is very clear to the yeah. public, and they understand what has happened to Batman. Um, and it's sort of like a like a Superman thing, yeah. where they are, they're all like, no, 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 this isn't what Batman is. And it turns out, like, the citizens, who Batman always seemed looked at as kind of ungrateful and kind of like these not not peasants, but sort of like yeah, yeah. these people that he just more has a duty to protect, not necessarily that he wants to. Yeah. Um, I mean, he does want to. Like Batman is obsessed. That's his character, right? Yeah. Um, but slowly over the course of this martial law period, um, the citizens start to kind of like revolt. That's and what like, I was thinking. We want. Right? We want. Batman. We want the idea of Batman back. This isn't Batman. Yeah. This is this is a dictatorship. Like this, mis- this martial law thing starts to go out of hand and become um, well. That's exactly problematic. That's itself exactly it. Like, like there are protests and being like this is we don't want this and yeah. like the Batman are called in as like riot police. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like they start beating the citizens. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you know it's starting to become unjust and it's, and, and the martial yeah. law is like not necessary anymore. Mm-hmm. But they're still keeping it and and Batman's like. And it's kind of going out of his control. Yeah, but it's going yeah. out of Batman's control, and he's like making decisions that like. I mean, aren't he's the not best. Batman. He is Bruce Wayne now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not just Batman. Bruce Wayne. But like he, he, the decisions he's making, like he, he knows they're not mm. for the best, and he's starting to realize that. And then, the the kind of um, the there's like a, a there's this revolution with the with the citizens of Gotham, and they start their own ranks, which is like That's- Joker. You know, and then they have. Like I think we could Harley go that Quinn, route, but you know? I, I think we could make it a lot more simple of a movie. If uh, I mean, because these people, they're not going to sympathize. If they, if they're like, we want the idea of the Batman, they're not going to go ahead and like don Joker masks, right? Like they're, they're. It's very clear yeah. that he's the enemy as well. So what I think happens is that like, all of a sudden, halfway through the movie, control over the Batman is taken from Bruce Wayne, and he's sort of left to die in his tower while. An actual like general yeah, yeah. is manning the Batman, uh, or like this corporate chill or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Batman, an old old Batman, has to redon his costume yeah. and take to the streets and with the help of citizens as the new Batman. Yeah. Uh, they have to clear the city of these highly trained martial arts specialists, yeah. calling themselves Batman. And so we have Batman establishing these military Batman, and yeah. then going over to the citizens and uh, trying to train them and teaming up with them to clear the city and make it theirs again. And, and really it does it increase crime end. rates. And it, I, there's no way... Like, I really think this should end with that, with the death of Bruce, Bruce Wayne. I think it actually has to. He has to be a martyr. It's like a V for Vendetta kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, this is really similar to V for Vendetta. Is it? Yeah, a little bit. Like, the entire <laughs> second half. <clears throat> All right, whatever. Who cares? So, yeah. So, like, basically, it's just, like, Bat- Bruce Wayne... It has to end with Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Wayne's Wayne. death. I don't know, like, how or why, but, like, you know, there's something he has to do, mm. and then he eventually, he just dies because of it, but 
he succeeded in his goal. Mm. I think that's a Batman. Batman. Versus I think it, Robin. I think, yeah, I think it has to end with, um, sort of like a confrontation with the general who like took the power away from him, mm-hmm. and the general like gives him this long monologue of like, "You think you're Batman? Like, what is Batman to you? You're not Batman." And he just straight up shoots him. Yeah. Um, like he just shoots him in the chest, and he just bleeds out. Like it has to be something really sort of pathetic like that. Yeah, yeah. It has to be, because it's like, that's what Batman is. Batman, and like, you could go ahead and say like, because Batman's not a person, he's an idea. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay, sure. <laughs> but it's like, in this case, it's citizens taking back their city, right? And that's yeah. how you do The Dark Knight Rises, but good. Dark Knight Rises, man. That was a movie. That was certainly a movie. That was, we made an actually really good movie okay, there. Okay, we did. That and I really want. Get wa- Christopher Nolan Yeah, that I here. actually really want to. What if Christopher Nolan was our only fear and he just... I, look, we actually made a really good movie there. We did. Um, that wasn't actually that funny. So let me move on to something really funny, okay, which is my next prom. prompt. Okay. Siobhan and Harvey, later gators. Oh my god, hold on. <laughs> Am I supposed to know who Siobhan... No, no, okay. no. Okay. They're not real. Okay, so... Uh, Siobhan and Harvey, colon, later, later gators. gators. Oh, man. I immediately imagine this taking place in, like, a swampy Florida, like... Redneck. Oh, you're getting my you're getting my gears spinning there, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they. Oh yeah. And is it like a they have to save the farm kind of thing? No, no, no. But they're in this like swampy, alligator infested Florida, like back road, thing, place. (laughs) I don't know. And they have like like this little trailer that they live in, and they they look fairly normal. Like they don't look super stereotypical redneck, but. They, they like, don't look like they're from Point Lookout. Is yeah, what you're, yeah, is yeah, what you're telling yeah. me? But like they, they, it's just like them getting in, into a into a doozy of situations so involving alligators. Are, are you thinking of, of sort of like a like a Dukes of Hazard kind of thing? Sure. Okay. I see. Wait. So what are their names again? Siobhan and Harvey. Siobhan and Harvey. Later, the the later Gators are they? No, 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 no. Siobhan and Harvey colon later Gators. Okay, later Gators. So that could be like they are called later oh, gators, right. like they're later gators, or or it's it's Siobhan like, and Harvey, a movie about later gators. No, I, well, yeah, it could be about like this is a movie about later gators, or they are like later gators, like we're leaving, we're getting out of this town, or something like that. You know what I mean? Do you want to move on to the next problem? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Whatever we're doing here. Uh, um, <laughs> the next one is. I don't even know what this is. Okay. The, the rest of these aren't really that good. All right. But <laughs> I thought you would appreciate this one. We, we don't even have to talk about it. I can yeah. just say it and we can move on. Okay. Nick Offerman's Tax Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like a game. Right? I'll be honest, it yeah. does. It does sound more like yeah. a game. Like collect taxes. Like um, to collect receipts for to get as much as you can on your tax returns. <laughs> then, Maybe that's what... Yeah. I think that's more of a game, but I'm yeah. glad that, that we talked about it. Okay. The next two also have to do with superheroes, and oh, I'm man. so I'm so sorry for We're that. We're probably not going to stay on it too long. No, 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 no. I just want to say these. Okay. Okay, well, one of them, superhero, uh, in quotes. The Rise and Fall of Howard the Duck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think might be a documentary. Oh, yeah. Um, and the next one, Superman... The football years. <laughs> so that's like Superman, because he grew up on Earth. In Kansas, yeah. Yeah, so like that's him. In, in his college. high school day, 
Okay, we're well, coming at impasse here. College football is... Yeah, but there's going to be some... Okay. I was thinking high school. I guess college football is televised. They'd yeah. be able to know. Yeah. So like. So high school football. High school football and he's Is it just... sort of like a dash from The Incredibles where he has to try really hard not to use his superpowers? Yeah, but he ends up killing someone and he starts oh, okay. football. <laughs> like he throws, like he ball throws it and it goes <laughs> through someone. <laughs> like it just, like a railgun through his chest yeah. and it like carves out a perfect circle in oh, his uh, like sternum. And it's like. There's, like, burn marks. Like, it's so fast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the ball's almost incinerated at this point. Is it... Does this... Is it a comedy? No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's... He's a criminal now. Yeah. He has... That's what makes him go to Metropolis. Uh, so, here I just... For the next prompt, I just kind of put a picture of Max Landis, and I don't really know what that means. <laughs> Wait. But... <laughs> I'm gonna read this one. No, out. don't, no, don't. Okay, okay yeah, read, read that one out. Um, this one is... Okay, this one is too many Daves! Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> the next one's really good too. I know. Uh, let's discuss too many Daves right yeah, now. Yeah, let's, let's discuss too many Daves. Okay. Um, I, 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 I wish you hadn't done that because I, I like getting your reaction to these on okay, the fly. Okay, too many Daves. <laughs> what, is, what is too... Hey, you didn't, you didn't read out the first one. Which is Looney Tunes, but spelled the, like L O O N I E, like the Canadian currency, and Tunes, like T U N E S. <laughs> what do you think that's about? Um, okay. It's a, they're a band now. And they're making music. <laughs> the Looney Tunes are a band. Yeah. Only I, don't, I don't think it goes any further than that. Oh, okay. Well, let's move on. Right. What's Too Many Daves about? <sighs> Too Many Daves? It's like a sci fi. And um, they're, they're ex- it's this Dave. He's a scientist, and he's experimenting with cloning. Yeah, he is. And he's, he's like trying to present his cloning idea to this board of directors on mm-hmm. the science, you know, whatever. And he's like, "Look, I'm gonna set this to one, so I can make one other clone, and then like somehow it gets like, like he sets it to negative one, and there's like twelve billion of them now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he like sets it. Like wrong, something goes wrong, and there's just there's just too many Daves now. <laughs> it's flooding <laughs> da- with Daves. Yeah, and the end of the movie is like it's kind of like Planet of the Apes, <laughs> where there's just uh, Daves now. So it's like the like Statue of Liberty in the sand, but every grain of sand is a Dave. Or like no, like end of the Planet of the Apes, a virus comes out and it it kills everyone, but Dave's immune to it, and all the Daves survive this virus. Oh shit! So it's just like a wandering. <laughs> Colony of Daves. Oh, yeah. But, like, it ends there, so we don't know what happens to the Earth after there's only Daves. One would say too many Daves on this Earth now. I would say there's probably just the right amount of Daves. Um, <laughs> That's how it ends. That's its resolution. There are no longer too like, many Daves. There's no, just... no, no. This is good. And then we <laughs> cut to black. Um, all right. And, all right, so... Okay, I'm going to read this. Nah, no, I wanna I, read okay, you want to read it? Okay, okay. This next one is... One of the weirder ones, because it's like, like I wrote it down and I had to look up if it existed or not. Because um, it's, it's like the kind of thing where it could get really bad really fast. Oh, it's going to get real bad real fast. Okay, so lean in real close to the microphone and say exactly what this prompt is. Happy Veterans Day, Charlie Brown. So, so this he's old he doesn't now. he's not a kid anymore. Oh wow, that's where he, you're going with it. He is a veteran. I just thought it would be like a two-hour romp of Charlie Brown and his friends accidentally like fucking with veterans, like just knocking them over like their wheelchairs, they're like, <laughs> like crawling on the ground, <laughs> like they just accidentally make their like these veterans' lives hell. Yeah, um, and that would be interesting. 
Or, it's or like, like they meet, like all the veterans are or, super racist against the Vietnamese. Like, like it's just horrible shit. Yeah, like all the veterans are really awful. Like that's what that's what Charlie Brown's about, right? It's like Charlie Brown, which I love Charlie Brown because it's like a series about how you don't like the emotion that you have to feel all the time is not like unbridled happiness. Yeah, like Charlie Brown is like Charlie Brown's a sad kid, it's just, he's a sad and he's kid. just like, this is all right. But I have an idea for you, Charlie Brown. Hey kids, we need to. We, we need to, um, we need to know what these veterans are feeling. These vets. These vets, you know, and you know, best way to really understand where they're coming from is to go where they're coming from. Charlie, Jared, <laughs> Jared, Charlie Jared, Brown, Jared, my boy, goes to war. <laughs> no, no, Charlie Brown will be a veteran after this. After this special, <laughs> fuck. So it's like. It's like they go to war and they're like all happy and they're like talking to all the people and like they're they're in Iraq and like not too much is going no, on. No, they're not in a, they're in Vietnam. Okay. Because I have this very vivid image of Charlie Brown, this young kid in Vietnam. with like uh uh brown camo face paint and like uh uh that sort of like jungle that's, camo. That's the end though, because and they first they just sent him like to a very tame, you know, very like deep in like in US territory. Vi- or you know, I know we helped. V- I don't know how. What we're deep in South. V- South Do you not of- know where Vietnam? I know where Vietnam is. Shut up. Like South, there. <laughs> we're not behind enemy's lines. Is what I'm saying. Enemy's we're very, lines. we're very far into. Um, so they're ally like territory. It's like mash, is what you're saying. Yeah, and so like they're in a very tame camp. Nothing really ever happens there, and they're like. Charlie Brown just talk to the people that are there and talk about what, how they feel, how, how they feel and like how they're going to feel when they're veterans and stuff like that. And, um, and you know, you'll be fine. You're only going to be here a week. You know who would be fantastic? Hold on. Let me finish. Okay. You're only going to be here for a week and then three days in bombing. Like they bomb this camp and Charlie Brown's like, you know, and like someone, one of the, one of the Charlie, one of the members of the Charlie gang dies and like it's crazy. Like someone lost a leg. And, Franklin dies. Yeah, Franklin dies. And someone loses a leg, um, and they're just running. Like they're, they're Charlie Brown's carrying this legless man. Uh, I, I guess he has one leg, and he's carrying him into the into the forest where they hide, and they get face paint, they get all this equipment, and by the end of the movie, they're veterans, and they're like. Happy Veterans Day, Charlie Brown. Happy Veterans Day, Charlie Brown. <laughs> that's that's um, um, you know who would do fantastic in the military? Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty. <laughs> that that girl is born for the military. Well, that's the thing. Since she's so good, um, they lose her. Like they, as the bombing happens, oh, she shit. gets separated. Like that's like one of the first ones, and yeah, like, yeah. they're like, "What are we gonna do now?" Yeah, she's gone, and then they I'm, get their stuff in a sticky situation towards the end, and she comes out, and she's like. She helps him out. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And I feel really uncomfortable about this movie. <laughs> and I'm super glad that no one has ever considered making this movie. Better... And I kind of feel... Do you remember... No. Um, I don't know. Just like in any movie, in any book, yeah. where like... In any like H.P. Lovecraft story, mm-hmm. where it's like, there's the guy who summons the thing and like immediately gets killed. Yeah. Or like in any... You know, like that's a trope. Yeah. 
I feel like that's what we've done. Like, I feel sick that we brought <laughs> this into existence. I think it's going to be... Um, I think it's going to be good. First off, can you give me the... Because uh, I just looked up Charlie Brown characters because I had to refresh my memory a little bit there and yeah. try to remember what Peppermint Patty's name was. Oh, can you yeah. give me the first four characters in Charlie Brown that come to your mind? Peppermint Patty, the dog, Snoopy. Snoopy. Really? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> it's fine. And then Charlie. And then the kid with the towel. Um, Linus. Linus. I think that's Linus, yeah. 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 Uh, well, according to Google, the first four primary characters in Charlie Brown are Snoopy, Peppermint Patty, Woodstock, which is the bird, okay, uh, and Little Red Herd Girl, um, which if you're not familiar with Charlie Brown... Those uh, are not... No, no, no. If you're not familiar with Charlie Brown, the Little Red Herd... What? The Little Red Haired Girl is Charlie Brown's crush. Um, uh... Where's Charlie Brown? Is my question. Where's Charlie Brown? I don't know. Where's Linus? Where did he go? Um, I have an action movie title generator right here. Oh, holy! Actually, how long have we been going? Is that like? Do you... We could do like one good, random generator. Yeah, if if we're making this like an hour, well, yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be exactly an hour. I know. I know. Forty-five. Like, 50. Exactly. Yeah. All right. R- r- run through a couple, and we'll pick out a good one. Okay, I have triple extremism, which is very interesting. Oh, there's so much to unpack there. Oh, wait, I just got quadruple death. That's one I got. I think there's a pattern emerging here. Battle. <laughs> Battle of humiliation. Can we go back to the first one, which is triple humiliate, uh, triple extremism? <laughs> triple humiliation. <laughs> triple extremism? Sure. Because I think what triple extremism is... I think it's an art movement. It's an art movement. It sounds like an art movement. Triple extremism does sound like an art Yeah. Where or it, it's... It's like a little bit like Dadaism, where they're just like, hey, art is dead. Here's some stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Only like in a fight club kind of sense, where they just blow it's just up buildings. Really violent. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah, just yeah. like terrorism. There's um, there's a... There was... And this, this is an action movie? There's this... Yeah. There's this um, genre of music that's... I forgot what it's called. I think it's just called like Destruction or something like that. No, Pleasant. And the, the concerts... Mm. Uh, I guess you could get a CD of it. Is it like a Gigi Allen thing where they just kill each other on stage? Kind of, but the concert is just like they get a bunch of stuff and do as many dangerous things and destroy as many things on on stage. And um, one of the most famous ones was he just brought a bulldozer into the venue and just... You know, destroyed everything. Like in in like they he from the back, like they were looking at the stage. Yeah, I don't know like how he got it the, in there. The, <laughs> he just brought up a bulldozer. Yeah. Like with all of the people in the yeah, crowd. Yeah. And he just sort of like killed uh, like eight people. Well, no, no, like he was just destroying the stage, and like the people could have died, and maybe some of them got hurt. I don't think anyone died though, and um and yeah, so like the whole premise is just destroying stuff like Molotov cocktails, like everything. Right. And I think it's, like, in that realm of art movement. Uh, and I think I, I think what we're looking at here is actually, Triple like... Extremism. What is Where's the three coming? <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, there's three extreme... There's three extremes. No, I think triple extremism is the name of the movement. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's sort of, like, maybe even a documentary. Like, a faux documentary? Yeah. You know, like, World War Z style? Like, this subgenre, like, this subgenre of art exists that you don't know about. But, like, it's not Which I, I love. That's my favorite. That's mm-hmm. my favorite shit. Like, when it's, like, this exists, but nobody really knows about it. Like, District 9, um... Like, fake documentaries are my favorite thing. So, District 9, like, uh, this is Spinal Tap, um... Uh, well, uh, uh... I don't know, found footage movies. 
Yeah. I love that shit. And I'm like, I'm imagining like an exit through the gift shop mixed with Fight Club. Yeah. Okay. But like the documentary would be like you know like Fight Club. Yeah. It would be like it would be like what what the future of Fight Club looks like, where yeah, it's yeah. like people just destroy shit now. Yeah. Um, you sound like you've got some good titles here. Sudden Jeopardy. Okay. Not I'm gonna, final. I'm going to start rapid firing these names and. Uh, can we actually talk one. about Sudden so, Jeopardy? Hold on. Fist of Payback. Uh oh. Quadruple Retalation. Sorry. Did you <laughs> quadruple Retalation. Can Reflex you, can you Execution. <laughs> maximum Impact. <laughs> it's Deep Impact. But this, oh, no. Triple Danger. <laughs> What's with the? It's like two words, two syllables. War for Revenge. Vendetta of assassination. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> Vendetta of assassination. Of assassination. That's just uh, the point. Instant identity. honor. <laughs> I'm thinking like you microwave that shit. You know? <laughs> it's, it's an MRA. <laughs> um, infinite surrender. That's, and uh, huh. ooh. I'm gonna level with you. None of these are good. These are great. What are you talking about? War for impact. <laughs> What's with battle the... of vengeance? Infinite victory. Fist of Domination. I think it's very clear that there's a pattern here, and I don't like it. I... Soldier of Extremism. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sequel to Triple Extremism. Yeah. Where it, it's... Like, the art movement starts to die, and he's like... Yeah, no, not even that. Like... He tries to destroy the U.S. Army. Oh. Well, who doesn't, though? Yeah, I know. I do it every day. I don't think we can say that and then put out this podcast. <laughs> I, don't think we're, I don't think we're allowed. I think they'll get us. Whew. So we're at like fifteen minutes. Yeah, and I think I think we can wrap up here, but I think we're gonna need to find a better. We're either gonna need to come up with prompts on our own on sure. the off weeks, or we'll find a better. I yeah, we'll find a, random a better generator because I, I think what we need is a, a is a. We need another protecting Samus Samuelson. That's what we need. Yeah, that's true. Um. And I'm not gonna talk about that yeah. right now, but that was a really fantastic prompt that we had. Yeah. Um. Uh, of of the movies that we've created today, uh, what do you think? Well, look, uh, well, Batman and Robins is a movie that could exist. Yeah, well, this, like, this and I'm really thing. proud of that. We need to separate this at the end of every podcast of what's like, the best movie and what's going to be the funniest movie, right? Yeah. It's kind of like where we're going. Like, what's a movie that can never exist and a movie that would actually be kind of cool? Okay, so Batman, Batman and Robins is going to be really cool. Batman and Robins... When that comes out, we're producing it right now. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to work on the screenplay. Jared's going to be Bruce Wayne. I am. Already. Um, oh. So, <laughs> and uh, I think C-Movie is promising. C-Movie's really... Which which version? Like, are you looking at the being John Malkovich version or SEA movie? Oh, man, they're both pretty good. I think SEA movie is... SEA movie's good. Is a, is a movie that can, could, could exist. Like, it, I mean, it can't exist. But it sounds like... <laughs> Most likely to. It sounds like a cool movie. Like, I would watch that movie. Okay. Yeah. Um... I mean, I'd watch anything related to Totally, it would be really out. weird. Because oh, it's yeah. like you have these CGI insects, <laughs> and then a guy who, like, just pounds them down and eats them. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, a plane crash, where almost everybody on it dies. Yeah. So, totally, it's going to be and weird. And he goes back to his wife, and she's, like, already remarried. Oh, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's the end of Castaway. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, I'm really actually super happy about Batman and Robins. Okay. Uh, in, 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 like, the sort of... Yeah, Batman and Rob... Batman and Robins. Yeah. In, in what we described as the, like, military Batman. Oh, yeah. Like, that's... Like, I think that might actually be the plot of one of the comics of Batman. Like, I think there's something like that. Yeah, I think I'm it's, sure. like, like, Agents of Batman. Agents of Batman. Um, Batman. 
Yeah. But I'm really happy with Batman and Robins, and I think we could actually like make that movie. Um, well, I mean, like... hopefully it wouldn't be called Batman and Robins, <laughs> uh, because holy shit. <laughs> that would um, be really good, though. <laughs> and I don't think really... And Happy Veterans Day, Charlie Brown. Oh, that's that's it. That's is, my favorite. Con- that's my. Do favorite. you think that's your favorite? Because like, I think from from like a comedic standpoint, yes. But Batman and Robin. Because it just kind of makes me ill thinking about oh, Happy yeah. Veterans Day, Charlie Brown. <laughs> I just love it because I I like the idea that it's called Happy Veterans Day, Charlie Brown, <laughs> and we never talk about Veterans Day, and it's just sort of like him in the military. Yeah. Um, the Happy Veterans Day comes at the end when he comes out of the war, like, and he's he, super old. Yeah, and he like doesn't have legs anymore, mm. and he's like Happy Veterans Day, Charlie Brown. It's like holy shit. Yeah, like, that just happened. Good dude, really effective though. Have you ever met a veteran and then hold on? Uh, have you ever met a veteran <laughs> no. and and said Happy Veterans Day? No, because I can't imagine they would appreciate that. I don't know. I can't imagine they would they would like that at all. Well, this is screenplaying. That was re- <laughs> we can't end on that. We can't. Can we talk about, um, oh my god. So we, we got through a lot of prompts. Not all of them were good. Yeah, not all of them were good, but I think this is a skill we need to hone, right? I mean, this is our first episode of this podcast. Absolutely. And I think we didn't actually do that bad. I think maybe, I think what we need to do is, is focus on less prompts with more detail, really. Um, and we'll, like, we just wrote the script, right? That's what just happened here, so. Oh yeah, we wrote the script. So tomorrow we're going to find out what happened after we sold it, what did the studio do with it, mm-hmm. all that. And how, why, why didn't they make it? Yeah. <laughs> because they didn't. Um, so, obviously, two best ones. Two, three, three, three winners of this. Oh, Veterans Day too? Yeah. Th- oh, come on. That's a okay, winner. Okay, That's okay. a winner. That's a winner. So, Jerry, Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld's C movie. C movie. Batman and Robins and Happy Veterans Day Charlie Brown are... Three of the best movies. Yeah, we just finished the script. We're gonna send them to the studios. Yeah, so we, uh, I have, I'm, we're filling this in the mail room right now. We're yeah. about to mail off the script. Yeah, yeah. Um, this has been screenplaying. I'll, I'll put mail room noises. You, you'll room. put mail room noises. In? Uh, this has been screenplaying. <laughs> um, with with Jared Robinson and Brian Murray. All right. And I, I hope you enjoyed whatever the fuck that was. Mm-hmm.